Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole fam to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it <laughs> i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com ready to celebrate international women's day M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's an emergency scrub. You what? We were told there was no Thursday episode this week. Yes, we were told there was no Thursday episode. Becca, we are sans Becca today because she couldn't make it. But this guest, it happens to be in Los Angeles for 24 hours And I've been obsessed with her for a very long time. And she was willing and able and excited to come in. And so I said, sign me up. Why? What is it about her that you wanted her so badly? So her name is Jennifer Fisher. And if you don't know who she is, she started her jewelry line, Jennifer Fisher Jewelry, a long time ago. And it was a single piece. It was a stamped dog tag with her firstborn's name on it. And I'm going to get the full story. I don't really know the full story. But now her brand is huge. The jewelry, jewelry line is massive. She has also kind of switched into, she has Jennifer Fisher kitchen where she posts all these recipes. She also had Hashimoto's Mm. and all of her recipes are Hashimoto friendly. So that's really when I started following her and really leaning in. She has a salt brand, Jennifer Fisher salt that she sells and it's like spicy salt, universal salt and um, curry salt. Wow. She's all over the, from jewelry to salt. Yes. That's what I, she's, and she has a husband and two kids and she just does it all. And I'm obsessed with her. And so I'm really excited to have her scrub in today. Well, let's bring her in. Let's bring her in. Here she is. Jennifer Fisher. Hi. Hi. I'm so pumped. First I'm, of all, we don't normally, we never do a scrub on a, on a Wednesday. Is that what this is called, a scrub? Well, yeah, the podcast is scrubbing in, and so uh, okay. we never do it on a Wednesday. But no, I knew the name, but I you didn't were know here you were for twenty four hours in L A, and mm-hmm. I was like, I-, I have to have her. Uh, well, I messaged you, and I was like, Hey, I'm coming to town. We should do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and I'm so honored because you're only here for. I leave tomorrow morning at six a.m. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've been obsessed with you. So actually, it's a very funny story. One of my girlfriends, my one of my best friends, Paulina, has been trying, been telling me about you and your recipes for a while. Jennifer Fisher, you have to check out her recipes. This has been like years, and I'm like not a big cooker. Cooker. So I was like, <laughs> I think that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I started. I that completely changed the game for me because I was like, I need to start cooking more and I need to start doing more of this stuff. And they were like, Jennifer Fisher has it and does all of her recipes Hashimoto friendly. So that's when I really leaned in and was like, that's when my journey began with you truly, because then I started following you and I was like, I'm obsessed with everything about you, but I really want to unpack. And I don't want to dive into just the the food stuff right away, because I just feel like I want to learn about you as like a woman and a powerful woman and how it all started for you. Because I just, I really, I look at you and I really admire everything that you've done and the person that you are. You're so cute. So I don't even know where to start because I think you got your start in the jewelry industry, right? No, no. I was a stylist for 10 years. I had a whole career here in Los Angeles before. Well, first of all, I grew up here. I went to USC. I grew up in Montecito in Santa Barbara. 
And I went to USC and I thought I wanted to be a publisher of a magazine. I was obsessed with fashion growing up and I always thought, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to be the editor in chief of whatever. And when I was at USC, I interned at magazines and I was like, this is absolutely not what I want to do. Yeah. I like see the racks of clothing going by and I was like, I'm on the wrong side. Not, I don't want to be in ad sales. I want to be in the, in the fashion side. So luckily, one of my friends worked at, you know, Propaganda Films and it was a bunch of commercial directors and it was a lot, all those guys are now movie directors, but a lot of them were doing commercials and one needed a stylist. And I was like, let me just try. And I did it and I became a wardrobe stylist without, without even like ever working in the business. So I got that was so like lucky. your first career move as a stylist. Yes. And I, I was didn't even know this. Yes. For 10 years, I did like big ad jobs here in LA. Like, you know, I was shooting like Budweiser, Amex, like you name it with like a, like a team of like three different assistants and we'd be on multiple jobs. It was so fun. So then how did you get into jewelry? So, okay. So I was diagnosed with a desmoid tumor when I was 30 years old. It's a soft tissue sarcoma that is on my left chest wall and it can't be removed. Whoa. Yeah. So, okay. So rewind a little bit back in this. So this was, you know, a long time ago, like 20 years ago. Um, cause I'm 52 now. Um, I had my breast done in like 1997 and, oh, that's uh, how you found it. Well, so it, back in the day it's, there's, there's scar tissue tumors. So there, there's, you know, so it's from scar tissue that turns into a keloid scar that then turns into a desmoid. And back in the day, they didn't really know a lot about them and they grow from estrogen. So what happened was my OB put me on a higher estrogen pill because I have, I have PCOS and I mean all the other things. And my tumor grew really quickly, rapidly. And so I was literally at a, at a wedding in New York with Kevin, who I was just dating at the time. And I looked in the mirror and it was like an interesting shadow. And I saw I was wearing a strapless dress and I saw the tumor on my on my left side. And what's so crazy is six months before I'd gone to my plastic surgeon, I said, hey, you know, there's a bump here. What is it? He said, oh, don't worry about it. Just stop wearing razor back tops. It's nothing. It'll go away. And it was a tumor. Yeah. So I went through I went through 12 rounds of high dose methotrexate chemotherapy here at Cedar sinai And I had this amazing commercial director that I worked but for. Was this like a did they was it a certain stage or was it like a this is a tumor? You have cancer. You no, can beat no, this or no, no, no. You, can't, you can't call them cancer because they, they oh. if, if you give it blood flow and they can they can metastasize and then it can turn into cancer. OK, but so it's it a sarcoma. OK, so okay. sarcoma is a lot, a lot of, at a time. Not a lot of people knew how to treat them. So the first doctor I went to was a breast cancer specialist and he was like, you've got to cut it out with a really wide resection rate. You're going to take out your pectoralis major, minor, your serratus and your collarbone on your left side. And I'm so like, okay, let's just get it done. And luckily Kevin's dad was a doctor and he's like, listen, I want you to go see one of my friends at UCLA. So I was rushed to UCLA and I got a second opinion from this amazing doctor who specialized in these soft tissue sarcomas. And he said, first of all, slow down. You're not going to die from this. Let's figure out exactly how to treat it. Okay. We could do radiation, chemotherapy, or resection. Let's try chemotherapy first, because obviously we can always go into the other things later. And I was lucky enough that the chemo worked and it shrunk the tumor. So while I was going through chemo- Well, rounds though, that's- It was crazy. It was, it was, and it's the type of chemotherapy, they admit you into the hospital for eight hours. And literally, it's so crazy. They're walking in and they're holding like, it's like a neon yellow glass yeah. jar and they're yeah. wearing hazmat suits and they're pumping it into your veins. It's, it's wild. Yeah. But it worked. And Kevin proposed to me six months into it. Um, oh and I, yeah, amazing. Uh, and then we got married six months after. And when I we wanted Did you to, lose all your hair, I lost a lot of hair. I had a big fake kind of bun on, uh -huh. but I've always had hair issues because my Hashimoto's. We can talk about that later. I don't know if you have either. <laughs> also, as Hashi girls and our yeah. issues. Uh, yeah. So I had a big fake bun at our wedding. But when I wanted to have a baby, we wanted to start talking about it. My oncologist said, absolutely not. Your tumor grows from estrogen. You have to adopt or you have to go through surrogacy or, you know, get an egg donor. So we did all the research. And what was crazy at the time is in New York, it was illegal to have a surrogate carry for you, which is so wild. Like Andy Cohen now, like it's legal because of everything that he sort of rallied for. Oh, wow. Um, but it was legal in New Jersey, Vermont, Florida and L.A. And we're like, well, we're going to do it in L.A. because the grandparents are there because uh -huh. both of our sets of families are here. So uh, we did it. First time she got pregnant, uh, 12 weeks she miscarried. We did it again. Second time she got pregnant again. We saw a heartbeat. So at the time, you know, she lived in Sacramento. And at, in, with the contract, you have to go take them shopping for clothes like after a certain time. It's just like a whole. It, this wow. was back then. This yeah. is how it was. And so I flew to Sacramento for a doctor's appointment and there was no heartbeat. So we had to go through um, a DNC and then she quit. She's like, I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't want to disappoint you guys. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I went through IVF in New York on my own trying to do it still. I'm like, I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to carry this baby. Totally unsuccessful. So like for those of you out there who are going through this, like it, I get a lot of messages from a lot of girls. It, it comes in your own time, in your own, in your own way. Like 
what works for me is not going to work for you. And I, I, I really, really believe that when it comes to having a baby or, or a family, it comes in your own way in different versions. So after all of this, I got pregnant naturally and I called wow. my oncologist and I said, listen, I'm going to keep this baby. So I kept the baby, uh, per perfectly normal pregnancy. Shane was born. And when Shane was born, people were giving me gifts to represent him jewelry wise. And I was like, I'm never going to wear any of this. This is not cool enough. Like, this is not what I want to be wearing. You know, I want a heavy gold chain. I wanted to say Shane, his full name, because it was a really big deal trying to have him. Yeah. And we call him like the million dollar baby. It was like such a crazy waste when I could have just carried the baby on my own. Um, and uh, so I went up to the jewelry district being very resourceful as a stylist, knocking on doors. And I found someone to make me this dog tag. Very simple, small or not small, but, you know, oversized dog tag, small writing saying Shane. And I would wear it on set with like a white tank top and a black bra like I did back in the day as a stylist, because that was like what we did. And. People were literally like, what does that say? I need that. My wife would want that. You know, once I started talking about it on set, everybody wanted to buy one. Can you make me one? So I literally started selling them on set to people. Like and, like what? Like through Etsy or just like this rogue? <laughs> no, Etsy wasn't around then. Just oh rogue. My just rogue. Okay. Rogue. So okay. I had Shane. And then I got pregnant with Drew six months after. Blah, blah, blah. I made one for- Six Uma. months after? Whoa. Yeah. But before that, I made one for Uma Thurman. And she got it the day she was shooting a Glamour magazine cover. And she wore it on the cover of Glamour. So that was very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about timing. <laughs> that was very helpful. So that kind of put me in this interesting position because back in the day, people were not making personalized, customized jewelry like right, that right. for your family, really. Uh, so I found like, that, you know, everybody really wanted one. And literally one day, Kevin walked, we lived in Soho at the time in New York, and I had orders all over my bed and I was, play, you know, getting everything ready to ship. And he's like, Jen, this is a real business. You need to, you need to start a website and start selling this jewelry. So that's literally what I did. I built and a website. A businessman? He, at the time, worked in finance. He now runs my business. Wow. Yeah, we work together now. Oh, my gosh. I love That's like my dream. Like, I like. Oh, no, honey. It should not be. <laughs> oh, really? Is it not good? Not a good idea? It's fine. Listen, he's great. He's like the yin to my yang. He's so chill and mellow. And he, it's, he's great. Um, it's, I think it depends on what you're doing. But luckily, we work in two different offices. I'm, he's up He's up in the corporate office and I'm down now in Soho. No, no, no. I don't want to work like day to day, like where we're sitting next to each other all oh. day and then like go home together all day. I don't, I don't need that. But I, I want to create something where like the two of us are working together towards something, you know? That's great. That's a, yeah. That's great. Conversation for a later day. That's great. Yeah. But I love that. Yeah. So I, literally that's how it started. And that's how I got into jewelry. And it just it just blew up. It just after started that. to. I just kept working really hard, and and I did uh, something called the Vogue CFJ Fashion Fund in 2012, which is sort of like rushing Vogue magazine, and I was one of the finalists in that, and that was helpful. I just you know just started snowballing and and really taking a lot of the relationships that I had from here in LA, and you know just using those and stylists, and from being a stylist, you know, I, from being a stylist, I you know when I started making the the costume jewelry like the hoops you're wearing right now. Um, I wanted to be on covers of magazines and a lot of my friends who were editors were saying, you know, John, it, it, the, the charms are great, but it's not really like cover jewelry. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to start making jewelry that is, is, you know, more fashion editorial. So I started making these really giant gold cups that were fine. And they were, it was costing me like tens of thousands of dollars to do them. And it was, it was getting me placements, but it was really expensive. Uh -huh. So I started doing them in brass and plating them. And that's when things really started to blow up because I was, you know, I was making, you know, more um, just distinct jewelry. It just felt more fashion forward and, you know, but keeping it pretty simple still. Yeah. And I started to get covers and I was like, this is great. And then Barney's came to me. We didn't hold, oh, that was another thing. I never wanted to wholesale my fine jewelry because I knew that jewelry designers were out like millions of dollars to department stores and stores because they'd take it all in consignment. And I knew I was not going to do that with my business. So I, it's still to this day, the fine jewelry is all direct to consumer and the costume jewelry we do wholesale. So yeah, so we, Barney's was my first account back in the day and I've been around a while. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. isn't that so crazy? I, I mean, that is, also, you, when you, your journey began, did you, have you always had Kevin in your life or like, well, when did you meet him? I met Kevin, so, oh, this is a funny story. So when I met Kevin, I was dating Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> From Friends? <laughs> in the heyday of Friends, like 1997, like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. is right. Uh, yeah. So that was, so when I first met Kevin in New York, oh my I was gosh, just, that, do you understand? I watched friends is like my comfort TV. I think I've watched every episode a hundred times. I, it was great. It was I so with, fun. Um, Matthew pair on a dating app, like a few Did years really? ago. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is the craziest thing I've ever, I never like talked to him or anything, but 
That's crazy. Yeah. I don't talk to him anymore. No, that was, I mean, it was a long time ago. Um, it was great though. It was really fun. And anyways, when I first met Kevin in New York, I went when the Mercer hotel was opening, they were doing like a soft opening and I went to that and I stayed there. And one of my best friends, Natasha grew up with Kevin and she's like, we've got to go see Kevin and my brother down at some bar or whatever. And so we went down there and I saw him for the first time. I was like, he's really cute, but I just started dating this other guy. And so, you know, a year and so later when that didn't work out, I went back to New York again for something else. And I went to go meet Kevin for drinks, down at, which is so crazy. We had our first drink actually at Windows in the World, um, down at the World Trade Center. Oh, and, wow. Well, Kevin used to work there. That's a whole other crazy story. We got married three days before 9-11. So a lot of people that were at our wedding passed. So, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. Um, so we've been through it. Yeah. <laughs> we've I been was, through a lot. I feel like I didn't know, like, you've endured, like, so much trauma and a lot of very large traumatic events in your yes. life, but you had him with you throughout the whole process. Do you feel like that helped having a partner there with you? Oh, for sure. He's, and he's the most supportive, amazing guy. He's great. It's literally like, I, I don't know what I do without him. It's great. He's, he's amazing. And you he's my married, person. Yeah. But we he, were 22 years in September. How crazy is that? And you seem happier than ever. I mean, listen, it is not easy to run a company of the size of what we're doing with your spouse. Um, but it is it's because it's work 24 seven. So we have to really, really be like, OK, we're going to not talk about work. Yeah. You know, we're going to go to dinner and we always end up talking about work. <laughs> so it's hard, you know, and we were partners in everything. So it's difficult. I'm not going to lie, but it's it's great. He's amazing. I would never want to be doing this with anyone other, other than him. That's for sure. Aww, yeah, he's great. <laughs> It's that time of year, wedding season. With spring right around the corner, is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Check off your to-do list at Macy's. With so many weddings coming up, make sure you have everything you need from the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches. Macy's has you covered so that you can pull together a look for any dress code. Speaking of weddings, Tanya, how is wedding planning coming along for you? We're still trying to figure out a date and location, but I realized just how many things there are on the to-do list when it comes to planning a wedding. Plus, you have all the pre-wedding celebrations you need to prepare for too, right? Exactly, like an engagement party, bridal shower, bachelorette party. So many events, but you know who can help you when it comes to your big day? Macy's. That's right. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Collie Power. Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliepower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, travel, dining, and even pets. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Sephora, Macy's, Adidas, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Plus, the membership is free, it's easy to sign up, and cash back rates change daily. You can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commissions with its members. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up.
So that was when you said 2005 when you started doing that? Uh, yeah. Well, say so, no, Shane was born in 2000, uh, 2005. And uh, that's when the jewelry started in 2005. And which is still happening today. But when did yeah. you start getting into all of your like cooking? And oh, no, no, no. The cooking, kitchen? no, no, no. Listen, I was like, I was going up and down and not really taking care of myself until, you know, probably about, I would say I really started about eight years ago. Uh, watching everything that I, you know, I have a great endocrinologist in, in New York. She's, that's another thing. If you've got Hashimoto's, get a good endocrinologist. I mean, I don't know about you. So, you, oh, but you you healed yours yourself without yeah, it, right? Yeah, I went to an endocrinologist, and my path was to because my my numbers weren't my numbers were slightly off. So it wasn't like I had this crazy high or crazy low. Like I was like just teetering, and I was only going to have to be on the medication if I um, got pregnant. So you didn't really need it. And so I didn't need it. And so my goal was I want to reverse it before I have a baby because I don't want to ever be, I don't ever just want to be on the medication. That was like my thing. Right. And so I met with the endocrinologist because I did want to just have one in case I ever like, you know, in case I needed it and yeah. in case I did get pregnant, you know? Um, but I went the, I went a different route. That's great. I mean, listen for mine, I, I needed the meds. My, my levels were really off. Yeah. Um, and so that's I, what the, I always say that too. Like, I'm like, I'm not sitting here poo-pooing medication. Like if you have to be on it and like doctors are saying you need yeah. to be on it, like take the medication. But mine was just so minimal. Like my numbers were slightly off that I knew I could, you can control it I could control. And if I didn't, I gave myself a year. Yeah. I was like, if I can't do this in a year, then I'll take the medication. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm off of a lot of things that I was on before because of the way that I eat now. So I credit that's that crazy. to being completely anti-inflammatory. It's changed my life. I'm a different person. I lost about 15 pounds of inflammation. I was just swollen. Yeah. Like I was just puffy. You know, I wasn't, I was, okay, I was eating a ton of gluten-free products, but I wasn't reading the labels and they were filled with garbage. And that's, in, that's what people have to really realize just because it says gluten-free and organic and dairy-free doesn't mean that it's good for you. Yeah. The marketing on, on healthy foods is, it's all garbage. Yeah. Like you don't realize there's really not a lot of products out there that are packaged that I consume. And did you find when you started like learning and, and getting into all this that um, what I found to be so interesting is anti-inflammatory anti diet is just so good for every everything. autoimmune disease. Like it's and everything. It's anti-aging too. Yeah. It really is. It's 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 incredible uh, what the power the power of just ingesting less. Yeah. But how. OK, here's my question, because I got a lot of questions from people. Oh. I think that. Saying anti-inflammatory diet is very um, tedious. I don't, I don't say diet. Okay, I sorry. say lifestyle. Anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Yes. It can be very tedious and overwhelming for people. They don't really know where to start. If you're wanting to go on this journey and change your lifestyle, where would you start if you were just starting, if somebody's listening? The first thing I tell everybody is to clean out your house. Go through your refrigerator, go through your pantry and get rid of anything that has any seed oil in it. Seed oils, if you don't know what they are, it's canola, corn, safflower, sunflower, peanut, I can give you a list. It's all on my Instagram. Um, Jennifer Fisher Kitchen. <laughs> uh, but there, I also have a pantry highlight and a grocery highlight. But, you know, so anything that has any of the seed oils in it, anything with cane sugar, anything that has gum. So guar gum, xanthan gum, anything like that. Um, obviously nothing, no wheat. I don't do legumes either. Do you, do you eat beans and legumes? I, I don't eat them just because I get gassy. Oh, I just don't eat them anymore. And I feel so much better. I So what I did when I started doing it, removing all of that stuff, um, but it's tricky. Like I was I natural I, flavors. That's another thing. Yeah. Like I, I had like this really great peanut butter that I was eating that I thought was so good. And then I didn't even think to look at it because it was literally just like three ingredients. And then okay. there was sunflower oil in it. Yeah. That's in everything. That's yeah, it's it's in chips. It's in every like nut butter. It's in pretty much everything. Yeah. Um. So you have to be really, really careful. Yeah. I mean, it's really so the first thing. Read your labels. Clean out your pantry, clean out your refrigerator. Your favorite hot sauce has gums in it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's like they want all of my favorite ones are like the fancy ones. There's gums in them. It's shelf stabilizers. So gums are things that are basically preservatives that, that make foods last longer on the shelf. Um, so you want to get rid of that. You don't want to be ingesting any of that stuff. It's garbage. Uh, so do that and then go and do a fresh shop. So go to the grocery store. Take your time. Don't go rushed. I, I'm like a geek. I like to go on a Friday night. <laughs> When I have time to like go out to the mustard aisle or go over like I love condiments, which is why the salt kind of thing started. But 
I'm a condiment freak. Like I love hot sauces, I love mustards, all that stuff. So go through and really find your things. Like the things that I love are not going to be the things that you love. Right. You know, there's a lot of really great brands out there. So just find the ones you have to do a lot of research. So you're buying a lot of things, you're tasting a lot of things and you're going, this is not for me. Maybe my friend will like it. So don't throw it out. Give it to one of your friends. Yeah. You know, because it's still clean and that'll help them out. Um, and then just try to, I, I try to eat as much color as possible every day. I try to stay away from brown foods. Oh, and what's brown? Like just bread? anything brown. I just try to like stay away from brown food. Brown, potato. Brown. Oh, I, I, and then another thing, no nightshades. So no, I try to limit nightshades. I love tomatoes and I love potatoes and peppers, but I try to limit them. So I don't eat eggplant either because eggplant's a nightshade as well. Also yeah, inflammatory. Yeah. Sparkling water also inflammatory. I used to drink, drink all of those waters all day long, not realizing that I'm just ingesting air, air, gas yeah. and, and natural flavors, which is also not good for you. Yeah. So that peach flavored water that you love, stop. Yeah. Oh, also the, and also your creamers and your almond milks and things like that. Make sure that it's all, you know, one ingredient, two ingredients. I try to stay away from the ones with salt in it. Um, I do watch my sodium, even though I do make salt. But I no. But if you're, if you're making, that? but if you're making clean foods and you're, you know, if it's like a piece of salmon or shrimp or whatever it is that you're making, and it's it's a it's there's nothing on it, you can you can have the salt. Yeah, you're not it's not you're eating a and you're not I'm not opening a package of sodium filled frozen vegetables and eating that. I'm eating fresh vegetables. So I think it's it's finding those things like you know wherever you're going to shop, whether it's you know Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, whatever it is, read your labels because the things that you think are healthy and that are marketed to you as being healthy nine times out of ten are not, and they're yeah. gonna make you bloated as fuck. I know. That's the thing that I like, I didn't even realize is I, I wasn't, I, I felt like I always lived a very healthy lifestyle. And then when I had to start doing this big shift for my, for like my actual health, I started reading all the labels and I realized that I was eat, drinking like an oat milk latte every day from Oatly, which is filled with like all these crazy inflammatory things. And I just didn't even realize it, you know, it was just like part of my routine. And so I really started taking like a fine tooth comb and like looking through everything that I was doing on the daily. Mm -hmm. And like I, but I also went to an extreme, like I stopped using like Ziploc bags and oh, wow. yeah, cause I just didn't want any plastic or anything touching anything okay. that I'm consuming. Okay. Um, but I do feel like it's, it's very daunting. Cause I do remember in the beginning, I felt very overwhelmed. Like I just didn't know where to start. Yeah. And I feel like starting in your home is a good well, yeah. And then also learning how to eat out is really, really important to go to restaurants. So, you know, first of all, you, you should start at home and everything should start in your house and you should just have a completely clean kitchen and pantry because then you get home like, and, but I also drink alcohol. Do you drink? I started limiting it. I okay. drink, but I do it not as often as I was before. So, you know, you get home after, you know, having a few drinks and you want something to eat. You want to make sure that you have everything in your kitchen that, to help you be successful. Yeah. So I just keep, you know, it's not like I'm drinking every night and going home and like eating, you know, drunk food, but like it, you, it's for those kind of things where I think people slip too when they're just not really paying attention and like, oh, I'll just go get pizza with my friends or I'll, you know, you just have to, to really avoid that. But like when you're out at dinner, always be really kind to whoever is serving you and working. And I try to stick to like Mediterranean restaurants and places that it's easy just to say, can you only cook that in olive oil, please? But you also have to make sure because most restaurants, it's an olive oil blend. Yeah. So when you ask for olive oil nine times out of 10, unless you say I have a seed oil allergy, they're going to cook it in that blend. And that's a blend of canola, safflower, sunflower and olive because it's more Cheaper. cost effective. Yeah. Exactly. I learned that too. Exactly. Like, so oh, that's this a big... is so great. I'm having this salad. And then I realized that they make their salad dressing with olive oil and canola yeah, oil completely mixed together. After. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the salad dressing <laughs> is really, really important. So if you, you know, when you're eating out, if you, if you want, you know, I make my own dressing at the table a lot. I'll just say, can you bring me some pure olive oil, lemon, and I'll just make my own with some salt <laughs> at the table. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. When I go to sushi too, I don't, cause I don't eat the rice, but I get, I get sashimi. I make my own cause I don't do soy. That's another thing guys. No soy. Why? Not even tamari? No, no soy. Not even tamari. Why? I just feel better not eating it. So like I said, what works for me is not going to work right, for everyone right, else. Right, it's not right. like a strict, it's not a strict diet. Just, right. You have to do all these, you have to do the trial and error and see yeah. what works. Like try for a week. So I eat dairy-free cheese, even though there's potato starch in them, but I don't get affected by potato starch. That doesn't mess with me. Right, right. Um, see, so, I eat dairy-free cheese and I'm like a mess. Oh, really? Yeah. See, we're all, we're all so different. Yeah. And you can eat, I, and legumes too, I'm not so good for me. I used yeah. to love garbanzo beans. I know. And also lentils. cauliflower for me is not good. And I feel like you use a lot of cauliflower in your recipes. Because you get really bloody. I get very gassy. Like, gassy, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have that problem. Brussels sprouts problem? Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I know. I just like look at people that have no like <laughs> issues with that type of stuff. And I'm like, what, a, what, what I would give to ha have a day in your life. Cabbage? 
if it's cooked, cooked cabbage. So cooked, you you can yeah. do cabbage as a, as a sub for things like that too. Yeah. That's another. So I would say. But how did this? So okay, you this happened about eight years ago. You started kind of living this anti-inflammatory lifestyle. When did you start making all these recipes? Oh God! I would say they're about, very easy to do. Like I can, I'm not a cooker, but I a can. Cooker, I can. You saying that, <laughs> chef? <laughs> but I can do your stuff. Like I, feel my like, stuff is like it's like food for dummies. I feel it's like food, I, for it's food for dummies. Are you making a Jennifer Fisher food for dummies? I am. We are doing it right now. Have you said that? It's not being no. But it's not being it's not being called Food for Dummies. It's Jennifer Fisher, whatever. It's whatever we're trying to work on the name right now. But I just signed it with a literary agent. We're doing a, a cookbook. It's about time. Yeah, I know. Finally, right? Yes. Finally. But and it's going to have in my book is going to have the lists, the grocery lists, everything that you need to be successful on this like lifestyle journey to change your life. Yeah, because I do remember that was something when I was starting out, I would be like, uh, I don't know, like what brand to whatever. So I'd go into your highlights and I'd like click through all of them to They're see so like annoying. what you're, you know, but it's, it's really helpful. It really is. There's so many of them, but it's, you just have to take the time to go through it. Yeah. Um, but that will all be in the book with my favorite brands, with everything. So just to make it easy for everybody. Just, When's that coming out? I don't know. We have to sell it. We're doing the proposal right now. Oh, so anyone out there wants to do my book. Okay, so it's still like early, early it's days. So early, yeah. We okay. just started doing it. We just kind of like uh, Jennifer Fisher Kitchen for Dummies. I don't like the for dummies. Yeah, it's got I like a it's negative just, connotation. Yeah, a little bit. It's you know, it's just gonna be super simple. It's all the it same thing. Super simple. That's the which key, I, is really I want love everyone about to, your stuff. Right. So I I did it on intentionally so people a can just learn how to cook health. You know, a lot of people that started following me don't even know how to cook eggs. So trying to sort of teach everybody like the basics. I I use your hard boiled egg recipe. I've never been able to cook a good hard boiled egg. And now I have the my jammy egg, the jammy egg, the yeah. six minute boiled egg yeah. and the inch of water. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's foolproof. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's a really good one. It is a really Do good one. Do you eat my spa tuna? I don't. I try not to what? eat a lot of tuna because oh. I have like high metals. So okay. I try not to eat a lot of mercury. Okay. But that is one Skip I've been wanting is better. to. Skipjack tuna. What's skipjack tuna? It's lower tuna. mercury than albacore. Skipjack. Oh. Get the uh, Wild Planet Foods one. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 They're great. It's my favorite. But that has much as lower levels. Okay, so so if, you're, started, if you're worried about that, you can still but eat But you tuna. also have like a really like your website, I feel like is very, are you good at all that stuff? Or do you have somebody managing you to like managing all your website stuff? Because oh, I feel no, like- we have a team. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the way you have it set up is like, it's very, like there's a nice picture oh, and the recipe is very easy. Like it's very easy to navigate, which I also enjoy. Well, we're, we're building a new website right now. So wait till you see the new one. So, and then how did the salts come out from all the this? salts literally started? So everything that I do, like has sort of come from like me not being able to find what I want, just wanted. So I literally, cause of my Hashimoto's, I used to eat eggs every morning before I intermittent fast a little bit now. But when I was making eggs every morning, I couldn't find anything to put on my eggs to season it. That wasn't like a barbecue rub or like potpourri. Like in the specialty market, it was anything like the meat section. There was no cool salts out there. Uh -huh. Everything, everything was either just like plain salt of some, you know, pink Himalayan or whatever, but there was, you know, Himalayan. Um, but there was nothing that really like that I wanted. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do a blend of my own. My father would ship me via FedEx lemons from his trees in Santa Barbara and avocados. So I would always grate the zest, the rinds of the lemon to save it. And I'd use it for recipes. So I literally just made a bowl on the side of my stove with all of those simple ingredients that didn't have garlic or onion in it. Cause I wanted something in the morning that didn't have garlic or onion. So I'd have dragon breath all day yeah. long in the morning. So I just started putting it on everything. And Kevin kept saying, Jen, this is really good. What, what do you, I was like, oh, it's that salt plan that I made. He's like, it's really good. I'd use it on salads. I use it to season meat. I would use it for everything. And then one day as one does on Instagram, when everyone was putting their avocado toast up and being really annoying, I was like, I gotta do that. So I put my avocado toast up on my jewelry account. And it had the salt on top of it. And I literally got more messages saying what or the people commenting because you can message then. What is that salt? What, what is that? Where can I buy that? And I, I said, well, I I make it. And it was crazy, like more more comments than like like the Rihanna hoops and like the photo before. Like it was crazy how Whoa. people just gravitated towards the food instantly. Yeah. And so given the success of sort of that, we just started asking around and, you know, it was close to Christmas and we had to do a, you know, we do giftings to editors. So. We did instead of sending like a chocolate bar with my logo or my face on it, we're like, let's send them something healthy that the editors can eat at their desk. And it's something kind of cool and it's different. So we we packaged the salt and we sent it with, you know, some clean tortilla chips, an avocado, a lemon, and uh the salt and a little chili oil that was clean. And I literally people were just were like blown away by it. And everyone can we write about it? More thank you notes from like editor in chiefs of magazine, which you don't really ever get. Like they, they don't write notes like that, like handwritten notes. Like, thank you so much. That was a great, thoughtful gift. So people just started talking about it. And then people started asking, you know, can we write about it? Where can they buy it? 
And so that was the problem. So we're like, okay, let's figure out how to produce this. Oh my so we figured it out and we put it in the, you know, the, the heavy jars, which uh -huh. is actually beauty packaging. I wanted it to feel luxe and, and something that feels, you know, very special, you know, cause yeah. you know, it doesn't feel like salt. It's it like, it doesn't, it's like yeah. beautiful designer salt. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we wanted it to feel like. Um, and the packaging has sort of gone through some iterations and it's going to probably change again because now we have to do, because, you know, we do the, the refill bags. So we're going to do refill shakers and things like that, that now that it's evolving. We've got another flavor coming out soon. How do you do all of this? I don't know. And have two kids. <laughs> I have two kids. <laughs> and like, I like, honestly, like, I'm like, how do you do it all? Well, you know, I love it. First of all, like, I, you know, do something you love and you'll never have a job again. You don't know, you don't have to work a day again in your life is what they say. Right. Which is true. Like, I love what I do. I'm so lucky to be able to do this. And it's just, it's fun to be able to have dif different, like, don't put me in a box and say that I can't make salt or that I yeah. can't make a perfume. That's so the like, thing I that's can't... like, so I think is so funny because I like when I t tell people about you, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's the same Jennifer Fisher that has the jewelry line. And, like, that's and, weird. Cause like, yeah, they'll see the salt in my yeah. kitchen and they're like, that's the what? That, yeah. yeah. And I'm uh, like, yeah, that's so cool because I just feel like, we are at a time where you don't have you. You're not just one thing. We're all multifaceted, and I feel like sometimes it's hard for people to step out of that box. You know, like they feel like, oh, I'm an accountant, so I just I'm going to be an accountant for the rest of my life, and that's just like not the case. Don't let people define you. Define yourself. Yeah, you know, it's really important. And I, I've always enjoyed doing things. It just, I, I think it's once the jewelry um, sort of took off and became what it is, and it started to grow and. I had more time to do some other things and to kind of be like, you know, this is who I'm not going to be the the joy designer that just goes and makes handbags. Like just because it's accessories doesn't mean that I have to go and do accessories. Uh -huh. I got really lucky. CB2 came to me a few years ago. So that was an interesting story, too. So I designed I have 300 something pieces, but we ended up producing like 110 pieces or something for CB2. I did a whole home lifestyle collab with them and it launched uh, literally the day of the world shut down before COVID. Like we were, we were here in LA and in Dallas promoting it and people were like not shaking hands. This was like, this was, uh, what was it? Um, March Fe no, February 28th. Oh. Tw yeah. Right before, right before, okay. right before. And it launched and we're like, Oh God, this is not going to be good. And then suddenly everyone was locked in their homes and, and wanted to, like, to refurbish. refurbish their house and not have to leave their house. So I think to this day, we still are the best collab that they've ever done. The best selling collab, our swirl dish, they said outsold the white dish, I guess, on this website. So they still sell they still sell a lot of the pieces from it, which is great. And it was so fun to do. So that was helpful. You know, just all of these things that are just it's just like a whole lifestyle. Like, why can't it just be like a whole this? There's a scent, too. I worked on the scent during COVID. That was my COVID project. I learned how to my COVID project. I learned how to put on individual eyelashes myself <laughs> and I made a perfume. Oh my God. <laughs> so random. It's true, though. It's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Kali Power. Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Do you feel, and I think this is, and you know, I feel like men never get asked this question. It's always like women get asked the question of, of like when you had your kids and they were little, mm-hmm. did you feel, was it hard to kind of, cause like no matter what you either are with them or you're not, even if you have help, you know, like you make that choice. Was it hard to do that when they were little or was it as they got older, was it easier for you to step away? Or like, how was that when you were working so much and you had younger kids? So part of the reason I, I feel like I am an entrepreneur and I, I do what I do is that I had the ability to come and go as I, as I pleased. So I was there. So I would pick my kids up at school, not all the time, but I was, you know, I had help, but I was home cooking dinner. Like I, to this day, I'm, I, I always say, you know, I wanted to raise my children yeah. and to be around and to not miss things at school. And to, so I, I, you know, I was around kind of, um, and, and we kept the business smaller intentionally. And so now my kids are older. Shane's going to college. Drew's going into 11th grade. It's time to like blow up this brand because a lot of people are still like, who are you? You're really, well, we've been around for a long time. And some people, you know, some people do, some people don't. So now it's time to start really growing the brand because I'm done. Like I did my job. My kids are raised. They don't need me anymore. Right. Um, And it's exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. Do you feel like your life has had different like eras? Yes, for sure. Very Taylor Swift of me, but like (laughs) (laughs) which of the eras was the most difficult for you? I would say it was probably the hardest when they were, you know, I would say, well, for my daughter, you know, like ninth grade was hard. Uh, excuse me, eighth grade was hard. Something eighth grade. That those are the harder years because when your kids are growing up in New York City, they're dealing. You know, you're dealing with uh, not only just the moms, but the kids and how these kids were raised. And so it's not. I'm not saying that kids in New York are not good kids, but I think that we had to deal with some things living in the city of just not nice things that yeah. go on. And as a parent, you have to teach your child to self advocate for themselves and to stick up for themselves and to have their own voice. And that's tough as a parent. Yeah, I'm sure, especially um, for a girl. Yeah, I always say to people that have younger kids, it's as they get older, it's not really your kids, it's other kids sometimes. Yeah. You know, that you're dealing with because it's drama and it's, you know, it's that kind of behavior. It's that would be so really hard for interesting. me. Yeah. yeah. So when they grow out of that and they have their own voice and their, their own people, that's really nice. I, I was lucky um, that they did it at an earlier age. You know, maybe it's because they're city kids and they're more independent and they're taking the subway around. You know, it, yeah. it's different, but... Um, that was a tough era for me. I also, you know, it was also really tough when they were really little and I just started my company and I really needed to be at work. And there was a lot of moms that were, oh, why aren't you at the playground? We're going for coffee. We're going for lunch. And I was like, I'm working. I can't. Yeah. And the guilt of that is tough because you feel like you have to have this group of friends be- just because your kids are friends with it's that's a tough thing to str- to struggle with too. I've been thinking about that because my, so my boyfriend has two kids. Okay, I don't have kids of my own yet, but I think about that all the time because I do work a lot, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of like there's like moms that they all do like all the things during the day when I'm like working and I can't yeah. do it, and I'm like thinking forward in my future, like right. is that going to be hard for me? Right. It's I, you know I think you just have to make the choice of you know it, see the people that you want to see bond with the people that you want to bond with. Don't feel that group pressure, that peer pressure to have to like be with everybody all the time. That was, that was hard too, but you can't, you get used to it. And then they're like, (laughs) Oh, she works. And then they stop inviting you and then it gets easier. (laughs) (laughs) When the invites stop is when it starts getting easier. So what, so, well, what are you in LA for right now specifically? Uh, I actually have a really, well, this is actually kind of an interesting story. I have a big meeting later today um, that I flew from Chicago, uh, for, which is why I'm here for 24 hours. Um, 
I can't, can't talk about it now. Oh. No, but what I, this was like one of these like trust the universe things. Yesterday, right before I took off from Chicago, I got a text saying the meeting's off. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll go. I'll go see Tanya on the podcast and I'll go to the store and I'll <laughs> see my friends and I'll, I'll go see Dr. Diamond and do all the things that I want to do in yeah. LA. It's fine. And I was just sort of like, you know what? If it's meant to be, it will be. And I let it go and I put it kind of back out there, which I've learned to do recently, like just to kind of manifest it. Like I'm, I really want this to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen again, but I'm just going to, I'm going to let it be. And if it comes back to me, how great is that? And I, I went to dinner last night and I got a call, the meeting's back on. So it's one of those things that you, it, you know, when things like that happen that are so disappointing, I try to just let it go and just trust that if it's meant to be, it will come back. Yeah. I feel like you, you seem to me like one of those people, you know, we all say it, it's like, you know, what's meant for if the door is meant to open, it will open for you. Eventually mm -hmm. a closed door just means it wasn't your door right. and you know, like all that stuff. But I feel like when it's actually in the moment happening, like it sucks. It sucks. And I've had it happen a lot. Have I've you had ever so been... many things happen that are negative and so many doors slammed in my face. Really? Oh yeah. Have you ever felt like you were stuck in a rut? Not really stuck in a rut, but I think, you know, working in fashion in New York City, it's very com competitive. And, and, you know, the jewelry business in general is very competitive. Um, I think that you, you know, you, I think the key is to stop comparing yourself to other people and just realize that, okay, my business is my business. This is my journey. This is where I'm going. I can't, you know, I, I when I finally put my blinders on, like as a horse is what I say, is when things really changed for me, I just, I stopped looking around. And I was like, you know what, this is that whatever they're doing is what they're doing. They're not me. It's sort of like the food thing. Like I would say, what's going to work for me isn't going to work for you. You know what I mean? It, it's you have to trust that what you're doing is just your own journey and your own, you know, your own path. And the things that I really that ha I really believe the things that have not worked out for me that I thought at the time were like, oh, my God, this has to happen when they don't. And you sit with it and then you see what comes from the other op another opportunity that comes from another opportunity going away. Like today, nothing might come from my I might have this meeting and nothing might come from it. But. I've met this new person and this new person, you know, I always find that, and I always tell people too, and single girls too, like always go out. Yeah. Always take the meeting and always go out because I, whenever I don't want to go to a party in New York or I don't want to do something and I go, I meet someone new and it happens every single time. Trust me, you're going to go and you're going to talk to somebody you're gonna say hello to somebody. And that's going to take you in a different path. And that's going to grow your network. And that's going to really you. connect you and help grow whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, it's so I'm true. I'm a big, big believer in that. It's so true. It's so true. I was a big believer in that, too, when I was single. Like, I was like, I just have to go to everything mm -hmm. because I, it's a desire of my heart to meet somebody. Mm -hmm. And am I going to do that sitting on my couch? Nope. No. No. Nope. Watching a movie? Nope. No. No. Yeah. And sometimes those nights suck. And you're like, okay, that wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. But I went and, all right, great. I went. I wasn't sitting on my couch. Right. You know, it's, yeah, you're so right, though. I feel like. But do do you ever feel like. How do you prioritize? Because do you ever have time for yourself? I do. I do. I, 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 I'm I, not one of those like self-care girls. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go and get a massage. Like, I never want to get a pedicure. Like, it's not I'm not I don't crave those like me time things. Okay. For me, me time is like growing my business. Like, I, I see what's happening here and I see the momentum behind of what's what's going on and the, the work that I put into it. So that to me is my me time. I'm so excited about what this can be and where we're going that for me, that's, you know, I, okay, my me time. And everyone, I got this question yesterday on Instagram, you know, how do you decompress at the end of the day or turn, turn off? Like, what uh -huh. do you do at night? What's your, what's your routine? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Like my, my routine is lying down with my phone in bed because my phone is my computer. So I can, you know, catch up on messaging or talking to whoever I didn't get to during the day. That's my wind down time. If I'm lying down with my phone in my hand. And Sorry, I'm I'm completely unapologetic. I'm, I'm unapologetic about like it. Opposite I don't of wind give down. A no, but it is. It's my wind down. Yeah, my wind down isn't your wind down. That's right. what I say. So to me, you know, as you can tell, I'm going you know a million miles a minute. But that's just who I am. So when I'm sitting down, my kids are like, "Oh my god, mom sat on the couch." Like, take a picture. So you don't like watch TV? No, no, not really. I mean, I no, I love, I love. You know what's interesting? I do think that TV is ruining my life. <laughs> Because I spend a lot of I'm time not a watching Netflix TV. girl. Like I only download Netflix for f air flights and things yeah. like that. But I and I really pretty much only watch food TV um, or like the Housewives or things like that. Would you ever do Housewives? They've asked me. They asked me last year too because they're doing that whole New York reboot, and I just decided it. You know, I did the first call with the producer or the casting agent, and I just was like, you know, this is not for me. I've got some friends that are doing it though. Yeah, you. I mean, no judgment. I like. I have some friends that are on the Housewives too. Yeah. I like 
those specific ones. But mm-hmm. as a whole, I feel like the brand, it's just like women fighting with each other. So it's like, why? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it just depends. And I think that if if you're not drama enough, they kick you off. And it's like, it's, or if you're not like an, if you're not, you know, yeah. the villain or right. stirring the pot, you know, that's yeah. just not my thing. I don't like would to talk shit about a, people. So it's not really my thing. Would you ever do a reality show for you, just you? I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends on what it is. I would love to see a day in your life because I do feel like none of your days are the same. Well, I do think that there's 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 something we could do with content content wise of like showing all of that and having some sort of a, a platform or media or something that we can do. I think that there's that is something that I would find really, really interesting um, because it's yeah. I mean, no, people don't really get to see what I do all day long every day. Yeah. I'm like running around. But no day. I feel like no day for you is the same. No day is ever the same. No. Because some days I have to be, you know, some days I'm doing things like this. Some days I'm in my store. Some days right. I'm I'm working like we're working on the cookbook. Some days I'm doing where I have a shoe collab. Oh, my shoe collab launches tomorrow. Um, the one with LaRude? LaRude, yeah. LaRude, is that yeah, how you say it? Oh my gosh. La, La, embarrassing. Marina LaRude. She's great. saying it wrong. Yeah, it's her second one. The first one, we're excited because the first one like crashed their website and almost the boots sold. that you did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were cute. Yeah, so these are like a really cute wedge that we're doing for the summer. And then we're doing, we're doing more colored boots for the fall too because they were so popular. We're doing three more colors. So it's like everything you touch just sells. Not always. No, I, I always joke with my team when we're, we're designing jewelry. And I'm like, this is so hideous. Everyone's going to love it. Or I'm like, <laughs> I, if I say I love this, no one's going to buy it. So it's like, it's one of those funny, it's like, the, like it's like a, just this hideous joke that I, I, I try to guess if people are going to like something or not. You know, like the puffy hearts. I'm like, they're only going to be for editorial. And then we made these puffy heart earrings and people went crazy for them. How funny. I'm like, it's so interesting. Yeah, you just can't guess what consumers are going to consume. So it's, but it's really fun to have to be, you know, to have the opportunity to do it. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's I would so love much fun. to see. I would love for you to hire just like a personal videographer to just like take me around for like a week in your life. That would be fun. I do some crazy. Sh- yeah, it's fun though. It's, it's. Do you sleep? I'm not. You know, it's so funny. I I don't sleep well. I don't How sleep. How many well. hours do you sleep at night? So last night I went to bed. I purposely, we went to dinner early, but actually no, I went to bed at like midnight and I set my alarm this morning for seven. But of course I don't get seven hours of sleep. I got like four, but then I'll wake up. And so then I'll be on New York time. And cause I, I whenever I come to LA, I always stay on New York time. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, I was up really early checking, you know, checking emails and slacks and things like that and replying to people. Cause I also run the social media. So I reply to all the DMS. I know. I noticed that. Yeah. So I do all that too. I don't think how, I don't know how much longer I can do that, but it's fun. But it's, <laughs> no, but it's helped build a community of people because I'm actually, they know they're talking to me. So they know it's not some assistant answering some question and feeding them something that, you know, I yeah. wouldn't say. So, but I'm sure that's very time consuming. I'm sure your DMS are just so like, fast. I do it really fast. I like, I try to not do it all day long. I try to like, okay, I'm going to take like 10 minutes. Where do you think your energy comes from? Uh, well, I have more energy now and less brain fog though, because of the anti-inflammatory the way that I eat. Like really? I, my energy is higher now. Yes. My energy is higher now than it was. I mean, than it's ever been. Um, where do I, the energy comes from? I think me being really excited that all of this is happening and then I'm really lucky to be here. That's it. Like every day is a gift. Yeah. My dad died last summer and he was amazing. He was such a big part of my life. Like he was this force and I, you know, I was definitely my father's daughter and losing him also was a really big wake up for me because he went pretty quickly uh, sorry. It's okay. He, he got sick in February and he was dead by July. Oh and so God. it was one of those things that dramatic. it was a little crazy. Yeah. It was, it was wild to watch. Um, so that also gave me this newfound sort of sense of every day is a huge gift. Yeah. You know, because when you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. People move on. So let's make the most of it while we're here. So people are like, how do you do it? Aren't you so tired? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to sit around and complain because look how lucky I am to still be here yeah. and to be doing this. So true. And I'm not trying to be all, you know, woo woo, but it's true. Yeah. Like, okay, we have one shot as this person in this body on this planet. And so let's make the most of it. So true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used my, when I, when I had Hashimoto's, I was, I was very much like, I need eight hours of sleep. So I said, I said no to a lot of stuff because I just wanted to prioritize my rest, which I do think is important, but I do feel like I, I missed out on life a little bit for like that chunk of time. Which is like kind of sad. That is kind of sad, but that was your choice. So that was yeah. your path and that's what you chose to do. And now you realize that. So you're not going to make that same mistake again. I think yeah. you have to go through these things and you have to make those mistakes and, you know, realize like I wouldn't do that the same way this time. If you, so if any, if somebody's listening and they are an entrepreneur wanting to start their own business, what's one piece of advice that you would give them that you wish you knew 20 years ago? Well, it's the same thing that I say all the time. It says, don't take no for an answer. Because every time that one person says no to you, there's 10 more people that are going to say yes. So you have to just, you you got to kiss a lot of frogs. 
is what I say. So you that's know, so funny. I say that about dating. <laughs> it's true in business too. Interesting. I never thought of it like that. It's true in business also. Yeah, you've got to kiss a lot of frogs, and so don't be afraid to kiss those frogs. And because that's gonna, you're gonna learn something from that one, and you're gonna move on. And and just just don't bounce. You have to be really always be ready to bounce back because a lot of negative things will happen to you, but then a lot of positive things will happen too. And so take that positive momentum and feed that. And don't allow yourself to take things personally in business ever. That's another thing. Like people are, people think way too much about themselves or thinking that it's about them or it's not. Yeah. Like someone could just be having a bad day. Someone might not just like, they might not like what you do. Right. That's okay. There's Somebody millions of people. There's millions of people in this world. Like what? It's crazy. Best piece of advice for somebody that's just starting out in motherhood. Oh, uh, well, listen, everybody mothers differently and parents differently. So you can't take judgment from like your mother-in-law or from anyone else that's going to try to give you their, their reasoning of why or how you should be raising your child. It's your child. It's your choice. That's a good one. It is. It's true. Any piece of advice uh, for anybody that's starting their health journey? Don't let your friends pet, like peer pressure you into eating bad food. That's a thing because you go out with your friends, they give you such a hard time yeah. and it's really difficult because you'll say, I ate great all day long. And then I went out with my friends and they ordered this for the table, fries for the table. And I felt like I needed to eat them because they were all giving me a hard time. Don't let your friends peer pressure you or make you or shame you for how yeah. you are taking care of your body. Yeah, that's a big one. It's a huge one yeah. because, the you know, it goes back to everything. Like, don't let other people influence you. That's like the biggest like life thing, you know, don't, don't let other people influence the way that you live, I know, but it's so the way interesting that you parent, the way that you eat. We're so, it's so, it's such an easy thing to say, but then like you think about it and it's like all we think about, you know, before you post a photo, you're like, are people going to say this? Are people going to say that? Or da, 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 da. Like we all just kind of overanalyze everything when in reality, nobody cares. They're all thinking about themselves. Right. Like it was so <laughs> funny. I, I was filming this like video for my reels and I was like, Oh, I hate that. You can see like uh, my boyfriend was in it and he had all these, like he had like his phone and his keys and all the stuff in his pockets. And I was like, can we redo it? So he doesn't have all the stuff in his pockets. And then I was like, no one cares. No one cares. I've never scrolled through Instagram and been like, that person has too much stuff in their pockets. You know what I mean? But we like yeah. overanalyze and are so. And people are just trolling on there anyways. Like don't, why do you care about what you're putting on Instagram? Like people are putting the most yeah. random stuff up on there. So like, who cares? Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. What is the future for Jennifer Fisher? What does the next like five years look like? <sighs> We're going to grow hopefully rapidly. Uh, retail expansion. Uh, building the team, you know, now it's time to really, uh, now that we're at the space we're in, we're going to work on larger manufacturing, um, just being more mindful about how we're making the product, um, really changing how we are, you know, rebranding us a little bit and coming out in August with a new website is really exciting. I think it's just, a, it's, I'm just going to keep continuing what I'm doing. It seems to be working, working in, a direction that I want to go. And it's, it's, it's just, I, I'm going to stay true to like what I want to be doing. There's a yeah. lot of things that I say no to, um, but the things that I, you know, just really focusing on only doing things that I really want to do and say yes to. I will say like as an outsider, looking at all your, like your jewelry and the salts and like all your websites, you do have a very, you're very, um, I don't know what the right word is, but you have like a very clear vision, a very clear Thank brand. You. Like it all Thank is you. very cohesive. Thank you. Wait, and that's hard to do. Well, we're working on, we're working on making it even more. So it, we've just hired two amazing people that are really helping us do that internally. So in August, when it comes out, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Wow. I'm excited. And for anybody listening, uh, where can they find you on all the socials? So they can find me at Jennifer Fisher Jewelry uh, and Jennifer Fisher Kitchen. There's a Jennifer Fisher on there too, but that's like a private one that we're just holding my name on. So not that one. <laughs> it's Jennifer Fisher Jewelry and Jennifer Fisher Kitchen. I mean, I'm just, I'm always, I'm very inspired by you. I admire you. you a lot and I just appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. To be You're here. Amazing. I really, really do. And I will buy the cookbook when it comes out. Thank you. And all the things. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So good to finally meet you. I know. So fun. <laughs> finally. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. 
We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.